0: On today's show, we have part two of Chrissy's Solo Disney World Vacation. This is WRWDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 185. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW, the Disney World Planning website. And now we have part two of Chrissy's Solo Disney World trip. If you missed out on part one, I highly recommend... Going back, we talk about some of the planning strategies and how it differed from her trip with her twin sister. Her trips, I should say, because they go regularly. Uh, But let's just let Chrissy jump right in to the
1: second half of her solo trip. The next morning, I'm rope dropping Animal Kingdom, which early entry starts at 7.30. So I woke up at about 5.15. So I think I got like close to seven hours, which is Good for Disney, I think.
0: Yeah, you're just not making up for any. Is that actually a thing? Making up for sleep? I don't know that that's even a thing.
1: I don't know. I, think that's I didn't think about it that. Just way. what
0: I tell my kids so they go to bed earlier. But <laughs> anyway, okay. So you managed to get out of bed to to for your ninety minute wait because you want to be at the bus. That's your rule, right? Ninety yeah, minutes before. Yes. Okay.
1: So I get to the bus stop at about five fifty five. I'm the second party there. I was like, how is somebody beating me here? But, you know, <laughs> it's not a competition. Except, it's fine.
0: except it kind of is based on what you just said. So.
1: <laughs> well, yes, you're true. Yeah, that's right. But so I lost. Anyway, the bus gets to Pop Century at about 612. We arrive at security at 630 and we're let through security at 748. So that's when we like get up to the tap styles in this window at seven o'clock, I booked a lightning lane for safaris. And then we were actually let through the tap styles at 715. Okay, it is the most stressful experience of my entire life rope dropping flight <laughs> of passage, because everybody is just what like it. I feel like I'm in like an active military zone. It's like everyone is treating it like it's insanity and
0: you're running like uphill here too with uh the animal kingdom like that entrance yeah but uh, so rope dropping pandora rope dropping flight of passage specifically i should say that used to be like the go-to advice and now i'm like unless you're like where you were where you're like number one tapping in if you are even you know five minutes behind you there's gonna be a million, everybody is going to be going that way. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> but so how did it work? Everybody's, I assume, running. Are you, be honest, are you running? Were you running?
1: No. <laughs> no? Okay. I am not a runner. I'm too afraid of breaking the rules to run. Okay. So I walked very briskly over there. And, you know, I still made it to the line at a point where I didn't even have to wait. Like I walked right through the line to get on to Flight of Passage. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't even need. To so run. it
0: did work. It did work
1: out because I definitely love that ride. Like this was only the second time I've done it, but it was so fabulous.
0: But okay, but so so it it did work out. But you were like literally the first person at a turnstile. I, I know it's hard to speculate, but had you been any like just kind of eyeing the crowds, or even when you got off the ride, had you been any later, do you think that that game plan would have worked?
1: No. Like, the line was already back out, like, outside, like, you know how it, like, kind of snakes around the exit? It was already, like, way backed up.
0: What would you have done had, like, a million people run past you? Where do you think? I'm just curious what...
1: I probably would have just gone to Everest. Like, that's the next, my next, like, big ride that I would want to do. So that's what I would have done. It doesn't seem like anybody even did that. Yeah,
0: nobody's running to Everest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, even just on a regular day, if the wait for Everest is more than 30 minutes, I'm like, mm, what's going on here? Like, what's what's happening?
1: So after I did Flight of Passage, I headed towards Africa to do the safari. And that's definitely the next place people were running was to Kilimanjaro Safari. Mm-hmm. When I got over in there, my lightning lane was for eight o'clock, like right when the park opened, they were having a delayed opening. So I kind of just pivoted and I was like, okay, I'm just going to grab some breakfast from Fury, which is like right outside there. And I switched my lightning lane to do Everest. This is a park for me that there's just not really, it's not as like ride dense as some of the other parks. So for me, it's just not my favorite, so to speak. So I'm like, I'll just like, you know, knock out the four rides I want to do here. I
0: completely agree with you just as somebody who is also more ride focused, you know, if you want to enjoy like the ambiance or like walk down the different paths or things like that, Animal Kingdom is the park for you. You know, if you want to enjoy the scenery, by all means, if you are a ride person and are trying to knock out every ride, yeah, far less, far less for you to do or wait, maybe you maybe we need to look at it a more positive way easier for you to accomplish.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you can accomplish
0: it way faster.
1: Yeah, I like how you framed that. So yeah, I just ran over, did Everest really quick with a lightning lane. Soon as I tapped in, I booked Dinosaur, headed over to Dinosaur with my lightning lane. And then at this point, Safaris was back up. So I booked a safari lightning lane it was still a little bit far out just because i think people had started booking it while it was down but it wasn't it was like maybe a half an hour oh oh yeah
0: you know honestly i'd still i personally would still consider that a pretty immediate return (laughs) (laughs) if it's like 30 if it's within the hour like within an hour i'd be like oh that's like that's immediate or almost immediate (laughs) that's still really good
1: so at this point, I was trying to push myself to enjoy the ambiance because I had done seventy-five <laughs> percent of what I had set out to do, and it was um, not even nine o'clock. Oh wow! So I still early, mm-hmm, really early. So I grabbed some coffee and I just found a little spot with a beautiful view of the Tree of Life. And then you know, like Goofy and uh, Pluto came by on the little boat, and I was like, "I'm doing it. I'm taking in the scenery." <laughs>
0: I love that you have to have a pep talk to like sit down with a cup of coffee and just enjoy the scenery at 9am.
1: Yeah, it's just so not me to do it that way. But I'm glad that I tried to slow down a little bit. And then I still had like half my coffee left and it was time to go to safaris. So you can actually bring drinks on there. Someone just said, "Please don't throw it at the animals," and I said, "Okay, I think I can." What kind of
0: monster would? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh my! What do you think I'm gonna do? It's that
0: woman who got off three caballeros, probably.
1: You really never know. (laughs) So (laughs) it's about nine. 15-ish. I run and do safaris really quick with my lightning lane. And then I book Slinky Dog again, because I was going back to Hollywood Studios for the afternoon. And again, I didn't need to book anything in Animal Kingdom. So after this was over, it's like 9.45. So I decided to go ride Everest standby. And that was like, a 10 minute wait and that was a pretty accurate wait time so then i decide to try the maharaja jungle trek which is where they have tigers it was really hot so there were no tigers (laughs) out there was one like hiding in the corner somewhere so that was kind of fun to see but i mean it's really like very well designed over there it's a beautiful space it's just you know i was again trying to challenge myself to like let's take this in like appreciate that i'm here sort of thing so did that for a few minutes and then it's like 10 30 now and that's when nomad lounge opens and i was like well i may as well have a cocktail it's 9 30 at home (laughs) uh but i'm on vacation (laughs) Mm -hmm. ran over there sat down it was just me obviously and they sat me at this giant like six top Couch for myself, and the lady, I, the lady was like, "Well, we have this six top, where you can sit inside." And I was like, "Well, I kind of like to sit outside, but I don't want to take the whole couch." And she said, "Well, you're welcome to whatever you want." And I was like, "Well, okay, then I will take the couch." Well, in that case, yes. <laughs> I had a nice little cocktail. Called my sister again, and we just chatted. And at this point, I was making a mobile order for Chitulay Canteen for lunch. In the meantime, I was just doing a little bit of shopping over by those stores by the Tree of Life. I think they always have like the best merch at Animal Kingdom for whatever reason. And then I went to go have lunch at Sutuli. I got the cheeseburger pods. I got the kids meal because it's, you know, (laughs) not too much smaller, but really cost efficient. Mm -hmm. And at this point, it's maybe around 1130. And the standby line for Flight of Passage was about 80 minutes. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna go stand in line because I don't have anything else to do. Like I have to be here until two. It's whatever. I get in line. I wait six and a half minutes, and I decide I can't do this. <laughs> I said I I am not a stand. You're by like I've girly. pushed myself
0: enough yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, I've gone too far now. I have found the line. Here it is.
1: Hmm. And now, I pushed it's, myself to my limit.
0: It's interesting that you said that because I, as you were talking, I was I was thinking, and I was going to ask you why you picked Animal Kingdom for the park that you were going to start at. Because knowing rides are your priority and knowing you can't hop until 2pm, you know, it makes Animal Kingdom a little more challenging if you're not there to enjoy, you know, the ambiance that is Animal Kingdom. So what was your thought with starting there?
1: You're absolutely right. It does seem like a large contradiction to everything I stand for. But Flight of Passage was a big priority for me on this trip because my sister doesn't really like to rope drop Animal Kingdom for that exact reason. And I really wanted to try it again, but I didn't want to pay for an individual lightning lane. So the only reason I rope dropped was to do Flight of Passage. And because I was by myself I. I could.
0: That's really funny because you bring me into the other question I was going to ask, which was, are you doing things differently because your sister's not here? Like from, you know, just as like the standpoint of not planning in advance, but like as you're going throughout the day, are there ever moments when you and your sister go where she wants to do one thing you want to do another and you're like, well, time to compromise. And it sounds like this is an example. Did you find that stuff like that happened a lot on this
1: trip? I wouldn't say a lot, but that was like my goal going into this. I was like, I'm going to do things the way I want to. The reality is, we do things very much the same. So it didn't happen as much as I thought it would, but you know, doing Flight of Passage, that's definitely one thing. And then there were times where like I needed to like pivot quick. Like I'm like, oh, let's do Everest instead, or let's drop the Frozen Lightning Land or whatever. And that Is definitely an instance where I could see us differing, but I didn't have to worry about that. Cause that does happen where we were like, well, I think we should do this and I think we should do this. And we get into like little tips. I'm like, well, (laughs) this is the smarter way to do it or this or that. But, you know, I didn't have to do any of that.
0: It's not necessarily that like you and your sister would bicker over it, but it's like you don't even have to ask anybody's opinion. You're like, I want to, you know, drop this lightning lane and do this one instead. And so you just do it. and You don't have to think about it or ask anybody or get permission or, you know, wonder about feelings. You just do it.
1: Yeah. There was like no conversation. I was able to just act. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's I was just curious as you were talking about, you know, your animal kingdom morning. Okay. So it's we're in like, what, early afternoon at this point? Yes. Still a couple of hours to kill.
1: Yeah. So it's about noon. And that's when I decide I can't wait any longer in (laughs) this line after seven minutes. Hey, You you tried. Good for you. (laughs) I tried. So at this point, I was like, I'm just kind of done being in Animal Kingdom. Like, I'm just gonna leave. So I decided I wanted to stay around the Skyliner area because I wanted to go to Hollywood Studios. So I decided to take the bus to Yacht Club so I could get on the boardwalk. I just kind of wanted to like check it out. I had never been to the boardwalk before. Excuse me. I should say I've never been to the boardwalk resort before. And I really wanted to take a look at it because we're maybe thinking about staying there one day, you know, in the near future. So I was like, let me just check it out. I have time to kill. This is the time I wish I had listened to my body and my brain and just went back to the hotel. I was fading fast. Uh Like I, it was really hot. The sun was actually out this day when you're alone, there's nobody else to like carry anything. It's just like, there's nobody to put sunscreen on your back. I was just like, I am exhausted. But I was like, I can't stop. Like, I need to push through and I'm gonna make it. I didn't. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> So I just kind of walked around the boardwalk for a little bit. There was a wedding on the boardwalk. So that was really cute to witness. And then I took the Skyliner over to the Riviera because I was like, a coffee will solve all my problems right now. Uh,
0: <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that you're in full denial is what? Yeah. So maybe Delusion. making up for sleep is a thing.
1: Yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Maybe I'm it is. I'm starting to realize that. So I'm completely delusional. I get a coffee from... Le Petit Cafe in the Riviera Lobby, And I get back on the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios. And I get there like right about rope drop time. So like two o'clock, maybe a little bit before. At this point, I had somewhere in here. Oh, well, I was having lunch. I booked a rock and roller coaster lightning lane because my two hours had expired. I had right to rock and roller coaster. It's down. I get a multi-experience pass for that ride. So I kind of have that in my back pocket. And then the clock is up. So I get to use, I get to make another one. And So I book a Midway Mania Lightning Lane. Then I go over to Mania and it's closed. So now I have two multi-experience passes. Oh,
0: I don't think I've ever had two at the same time before.
1: Yeah. Then I decide, I'm like, okay, I'll book Smuggler's Run. And while I was in the area, it was time for my Slinky Dog Lightning Lane. So I used that one from earlier. And at this point, it's around like 3 o'clock. I've been here for about an hour. I decide to go do Muppets really quick, which is always so cute. I love it. And then I go to ride Smuggler's Run with my Lightning Lane. And at this point, I have made the executive decision to go back to my hotel, which I never thought I would ever say in a billion years (laughs) because that's just not me. I was like texting my sister. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I think I need to go back. I was like, don't be disappointed in me. But I was planning on doing Magic Kingdom at night. And I was like, if I don't rest now, I'm going to have a horrible time. Like, I just kind of grew up and was like, wait, I'm not having fun right now. Like, I need to go rest.
0: Yep. Yeah. And there's no longer walk than the moment you realized you've gone like five minutes too long in the parks like I should have been walking 5 minutes ago and now I have to make my way all the way over to the front of the park at least though you are at a park with the skyliner i mean thank god yeah that's at least you're able to get on hopefully quickly i would imagine quickly unless it was down and back to your resort and even just you know an hour nap or whatever can make a world of difference mm-hmm. so you yes. were and- don't think of it as defeat you know it's you did what you needed to do
1: Yeah, I quickly shifted my mindset to be like, this is not a failure. Like, this is what I need. And that's okay. So I did smugglers, I decided like, I'm getting ready to leave. So I booked a Winnie the Pooh lightning lane at that point, when it when I scanned in, but I still wanted to go do Tower of Terror while I was there. So, I had to walk (laughs) all the way across the park to do Tower of Terror. After I had already decided I was going to leave. And I was, I knew I was, I had made the right decision when I was like about to yell at a kid behind me. Like, oh no, don't be that person. Yeah. I know. Yeah.
0: I I was. We've all seen that person. We're like, ooh. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Don't be that person.
1: I did not. I would never. But I was like, okay, I'm about to be mean to children. Like, I need to go home. So I did Tower of Terror with one of those multi experience passes. And then I stopped at a guest experience umbrella because I still had a second multi experience pass for Hollywood Studios, so they were able to convert it to Magic Kingdom for me, which they said they usually, yeah. I didn't think
0: they would do that.
1: (laughs) So what they usually said is like we don't we usually hold off on this until the end of the night, but like it's been he said it's been a day here because Rock and Roller Coaster and Mania were down. So he was very nice to switch that for me. I stopped in the gift shop really quick to buy a mug. And then I head out on the Skyliner. And this is about 4.45.
0: I think it's really funny that you're like at the point of exhaustion, but you're like, but I still have to do one more ride, stop at Guest Experience, you know, at the Blue Umbrella, and do a little bit of shopping before I make my way out. <laughs> Yes. So you're still a trooper.
1: Yeah, I'm trying. And then so I get back to my hotel around five ten ish And I rest for like 45 minutes or so. I change my shoes, which made like a world of difference. I put my glasses on and I pop some ibuprofen. And I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to tackle the night.
0: Okay. All right. So... You just a you know power nap some <laughs> some ibuprofen and we're back to it.
1: <laughs> I was ready to go. I was like, I just need this little bit of time, yeah. and I'm very glad that I did. Yeah,
0: yeah. I find even if I'm not actually like sleeping, you know, just just lying down sometimes for you know 30, 45 minutes is all I you know. You just cool off, just kind of rest, rest your body for a little bit. And we sound like we're like climbing Everest, don't we? Like as we're talking about this, it's so funny. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic.
0: I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what time are you out at the buses for Magic Kingdom?
1: I get to the bus stop at six o'clock. And I take the bus over to Magic Kingdom, and it's also at this time where I realized, wow, I'm just super hungry. I didn't realize I felt so run down because I hadn't eaten since eleven, and it's six thirty now, and I'm like, oh, you know, perhaps I'm hungry. I
0: do that probably every trip I go on if I don't have, and that's listen, I'm sure it's the perk of having your sister, you've like another human there to remind you, like, hey, exactly. humans need to eat, you know so yeah i do the same thing
1: yeah so i was like wow i'm starving so i as soon as i got into magic kingdom i grabbed some spring rolls from the spring roll cart i tried both the cheeseburger um, spring rolls and the cheeseburger pods in the same day because i wanted to like compare the cheeseburger oh items. okay and I think that the cheeseburger pods were better. Okay, if you're gonna go with one cheeseburger item, maybe make it
0: the pods that are in the kids the, the kids pod. menu at Satouli in yes. Animal Kingdom versus the cart in Magic Kingdom. Yes. Okay,
1: that's my opinion. SeaTully wins it as you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at this point, while I was at the hotel, I was able to book a Lightning Lane for Big Thunder. So. It's around 7 o'clock now. And this just kind of restarts a cycle of grab a lightning lane, use it, book another one, repeat. So I start with Big Thunder. I book Small World. Then I run over to Small World. I use that lightning lane. And then I book Little Mermaid. And then I go to Little Mermaid. I use that and I book Pirates. Then I ride Winnie the Pooh with a lightning lane from earlier in the day. And then I really don't have any more lightning lanes to get at this point. So <laughs> I kind of just stop booking. And this takes about like an hour. So I, booked, I like knocked out all of those in like an hour. At this point, then it's around like eight o'clock, so it's starting to get kind of busy in fantasyland. Like I think people are trying to like knock out stuff before fireworks. So I decide to go ride Peter Pan. I got a lightning lane for it. I cannot remember when. I looked through all of my notes and everything. <laughs> I have I have no idea where it came from. You
0: were delirious earlier in the day. So, you know, it's at some point. you know, I don't know. At some point you just you grabbed it and
1: Yes, the rest Mm -hmm. is history. I grabbed it. I used it. Yeah. So then I go back over to Adventureland and I ride Pirates with my Lightning Lane. And when I get off of that, it's about eight fifty. So fireworks are about to start, and I'm not, as we said, like I'm not a nighttime show person. But I was really interested in Happily Ever After because I know like people are really attached to it, and it's supposedly like the best thing ever. So I didn't want to be like right. Like on Main Street or on the hub or anything. So my idea was to go get a Dole Whip really fast and then climb the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse to get a view of the castle to watch it. Okay, and it wasn't a great view. I'm be- like, if I'm being honest, like I could see a little bit of the castle projections. I could probably see like the top half of the castle. The fireworks were a little obscured by a tree, but for me, like that's as much as I needed. Like that's all I wanted to see. I didn't need to be right there by any means. Okay, ease. and so as so,
0: a not show person, does that even make sense? And so it is like not into to shows or fireworks, and you could only see half of it. Are you able to give us a fair analysis here? What was your your take?
1: It's probably not fair analysis, but like I enjoyed it. I watched it for about ten minutes, which was more than I kind of thought I would, and it was really cute. But at first, I was like, I can't believe people are crying at this. Like, whatever. Like, I'm strong or whatever. And then Olaf said... I was going to say, then
0: somebody that you have a
1: connection to said or sang or did something. Mm -hmm. And then it got to, like, the friends section. That's what I called it anyway. That was like, you know, love, family, friends. And then it was like, some people are worth nothing for. And I started... Sobbing. Oh
0: my god, you are in fact a nighttime show person.
1: Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> I I was just, Who knew? I, I think I was tired and lonely.
0: <laughs> I took a sip of a drink I'm as sorry. you said that and we'll spit it out. That's,
1: I was tired and lonely. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'm here all by myself and I miss my sister. And Aww. Um, but I, I pulled it together really quick. And then, so I hopped down from the treehouse. I got um, onto Jungle Cruise just to ride at standby, which is another thing. My sister does not like Jungle Cruise. So I was like, I'm going to do this while I'm... Well, she's not here. And then I still have one multi-experience path left from earlier. So I run and do Big Thunder again at 930. And then at around 945, I hop in line for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Posted wait is 105 minutes. Mm. But... It takes 32. Oh, not bad. Yeah, not bad. It's always inflated at the end of the night. At this point, you know, when I get off, the park is closed, but the Emporium is still open. So I go and do some shopping really quick. I was trying to get a travel mug for my sister, but it was only in the Starbucks and the Starbucks was closed, but the Emporium wasn't. So I still have to order that from Shop Disney (laughs) and like send it to her. But just know the Starbucks closes.
0: Wah, wah. So you didn't get your cup, but... Mm -hmm.
1: So at the end of the night, it's like 11 o'clock and I get on a bus back to Pop Century and that is the end of my second day. So...
0: Do we have our statistics or our numbers? We have them. Okay.
1: We have 14 hours in the parks. I had 13 lightning lanes with two multi-experience passes. I did 16 rides and with my lightning lane, I waited on average... 30% Thirty percent of the posted wait time for attraction. Bravo! Mm-hmm. Wow. So not quite as good as the first day, but still not bad. Uh, not today, bad.
0: And you took a break on this day, so I, you know, had you somehow had superpowers and been able to power through, it probably would have been comparable. Yeah. To the day before.
1: Mm-hmm. And genie plus, I should say, was twenty five dollars again this day, and it, I could definitely tell it was more crowded. And the return times weren't as good. So I have a feeling that more people were buying it, first of all. And I think just overall, the crowds were a lot heavier
0: on Sunday. I wonder if more people were arriving for the holiday weekend on Saturday. And so maybe not spending as much time in the parks just yet. Like if it was more like Sunday, Monday, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess we'll hear how the next day felt. (laughs) Okay, so this is your final day, right? Correct. And my departure day. Okay. So it's your departure day and your last park
1: day. What time is your flight at? 9.15 p.m. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got a lot of time today still in the parks. So I wake up at 6 o'clock. I'm rope dropping Hollywood Studios today. So 8.30 early entry time. I woke up a little bit earlier than normal because I needed to go drop my luggage off at Bell Services. So I do that at around 6.35 And I'm at the Skyliner at 6.45. So a little bit later than I was the other day, but still very early. Still
0: still earlier than I would have been, if I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I would have taken that time to sleep a little bit longer. Mm
1: -hmm. Next time, I will probably go later. I say that, but then I can do it, but my sister probably won't. So, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. At seven o'clock, I book my first Lightning Lane for Slinky Dog, and I get an individual Lightning Lane for Guardians for three ten. Definitely wanted to hit that one one more time, even though I had to pay for it. And Genie Plus today was only twenty dollars. Mm, okay, which is felt like quite the drop in price, and like it's the, it's actually the holiday today, so I was kind of surprised to see that, but I'm not complaining. So the Skyliner starts again. At 725, pretty much the same as the other day. We are let through the tap styles at Hollywood Studios at eight o'clock. So a half an hour before early entry. I would have liked to have been there even like a little bit farther up. Like I was probably I mean, I wasn't that far back, but I would have preferred to be right up at the tap styles. But because the Skyliner does start running, I think a little bit later than the buses from resorts. You know, you're kind of with the whole general crowd. Whereas when you go to Epcon and you do International Gateway,
0: International Gateway is great. I was very curious before the Skyliner opened. I was like, I wonder how this is going to like. Will International Gateway be busy in the morning? The answer is it re- still really is not.
1: No, it it's really not. isn't.
0: It's I love when I am staying at you know either one of those resorts there or a Skyliner resort, and I get to use
1: International Gateway very valuable perk there i decided i usually my mo is to like rope drop tower and rock and roller coaster just knock those out they're right there however rock and roller coaster was still down from the day before oh it never reopened not no it never reopened that previous day we even got like the message on the app oh like, sometimes sorry for the inconvenience are, yeah yep. yeah <laughs> So I was like, okay, this one's definitely not coming back today. So it was still down and they weren't even offering lightning lanes for it this morning. So that was a bit of a bummer at that point. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to rope drop Slinky. Um, I have absolutely no interest in rope dropping Rise because I just think it's absolute madness on that side of the park. Coincidentally, it was down as well. So... I saw a lot of people running from Star Wars oh, no. towards Slinky. Yeah, when like,
0: Rise down first thing in the morning, it really, it changes your game plan entirely
1: yes. like for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it got really crowded in Toy Story Land pretty fast. I was able to ride Slinky, you know, just stand by at 825. And then I went to go ride Midway Mania because it was open. It was right there. And that was quite a wait because like people were funneling through toy story land but it was you know it wasn't a big deal and then at nine o'clock i used that lightning lane that i booked for slinky dog and i booked smugglers run because i wanted to move towards star wars to get breakfast at ronto roasters so i had the breakfast wrap and then i got the you know that iced coffee that has like the cocoa puffs on top, yeah, yeah. That everybody loves. I wasn't a big fan, actually. Like in my personal opinion, I wouldn't get it again. But I was like, I feel like I have to try it. Yeah, so, yeah. So then I did Smuggler's Run with my Lightning Lane, and then at this point, Rock and Roller Coaster, I'd come back up. Oh, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was able to book a Lightning Lane for that. I ran over to do Rock and Roller Coaster at around ten o'clock. And that, while I was waiting in line, it like had just gotten into the doors where you're like behind sort of the fence. It stopped working. Oh no. So mm -hmm. they had to send, they probably sent about like 15 cars through just like testing it. And I was like, this is it. I'm never getting on this ride. But eventually they did start (laughs) letting people back on. Like it all ends uh, here. It's over. (laughs) Over this trip was a bus. But I was able to ride that and then in the meantime, I booked a Tower of Terror lightning lane at around 11 o'clock. And using that Tower lightning lane, I book Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And then I go and ride that right away. So
0: you're still, despite rides being down or up and down and up and down, you're still getting some pretty immediate return times, it sounds like. Are, I, I'm assuming, though, the standby times are skyrocketing because of yes, the craziness. Let me take a
1: look. Yeah. So like when I got onto Rock and Roller Coaster, it was 40 minutes. But when I got off, it was like considerably longer. Yeah, Tower of Terror was only 20 minutes at that time. I have a feeling a lot of people saw that Rock and Roller Coaster was back up and ran right there. Then I did. Yeah, I did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That was posted 35 minutes. There must have been some sort of technical difficulty because I waited like almost a half an hour with a lightning lane. So that one, I think, was getting backed up too. It's about like 11.45 now. And I was like, okay, like I'm ready to just chill out for a second. And I stopped at Baseline Tap House, which is like across from Star Tours, Muppets area. So I just like had a little drink and sat down and did some people watching for a little bit. And that was a nice way to just decompress for a minute. And then I went to do Muppets for a second time. Then I was like, okay, I'll just hop on to Star Tours really quickly as a walk-on. I was the rebel spy, which has never happened to me before. (laughs) So that was really exciting. And nobody
0: to witness it. See, you could be lying. You could be lying to us right now. We
1: wouldn't know. You can ask the other 15 people on the (laughs) ride with me. I literally said out loud, I was like, oh my God, it's me. And I was like, there's nobody here to respond. Oh, when I was doing Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway I booked Toy Story Mania again, I was like, I'll just do this one again real quick. I go over there at around one o'clock, it goes down, of course. Oh, I have a multi-experience pass again. So I was like, I'm gonna run over, I'm gonna do rock and roller coaster again. By the time I had got there, the multi-experience pass had it like registered on my account. Apparently, once the cast member makes the call that they're like, the ride is down it takes probably like 5 to 10 minutes for that multi-experience path to show up. And it just didn't show up in the time I was there. So I scanned in, I scanned blue. And the guy was like, it says you already used your lightning line." And I was like, I have a multi-experience path. I'm supposed to have one. And, you know, mania went down, whatever. And he's like, is it just you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, just go through.
0: Oh, that was nice.
1: Yeah. So that was, they had, you know, they were very understanding about that. So I... I think I had another multi-experience pass or I don't know if that actually used that. I never really figured out like how that registered.
0: So you never saw it pop up on your account? No,
1: I didn't. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. But at this point, I didn't really care because I was about to leave Hollywood Studios anyway. At around 1.45, I'm making my way out of the park to Epcot. And at this time, I book a spaceship Earth Lightning Lane because it's one of the two rides I hadn't done the day before. So I get in through the World Showcase International Gateway. I head over to the seas to do Nemo. My sister was like, you're going to do Nemo, right? And I was like, (laughs) I'll do it for you. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's cute, but, you know, not... Yeah, no, I know. The hottest ticket attraction.
0: But also, it takes like three minutes. It's mm-hmm. such a quick ride.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I look at, in the aquarium for a little bit. My sister loves manatees, so I sent her a little video. Then I run to do Spaceship Earth with that lightning lane, and also didn't need that. It would have been a complete walk-on, but whatever, I had paid for it. At this point, I booked Sorin. I didn't end up using it, though. Just the way the timing worked out. By the time I got off a of Spaceship Earth, it was pretty darn close for me to use my Guardians individual lightning lane. So I just kind of said whatever to that one. So I wrote Guardians. I got another song. I got One Way or Another, which I have gotten before, but it wasn't Disco Inferno. So I'm very thankful. Changed it up for you. Yes. At this point, it's about... 350. And I'm trying to leave at 440. Because mirrors is supposed to pick me up at pop century at 535. So I wanted to leave a good cushion of like close to an hour to get back, just in case anything, you know, crazy happened. So I go to Morocco, and I grab a lamb kebab and they have like a bread with a bunch of like dipping sauces. And that was the best thing I ate the entire trip was the bread. So if you're still going and you haven't, and you you know are not sure what to get, go to Morocco because it's really fabulous. I kind of doubled back to the refreshment port, which is between China and Germany because they have door whip there actually. So I wanted another one. So I grabbed that and just kind of, you know, ate it on my way through the rest of the World Showcase. I stopped in Japan and a few other stores. At this point, it's time for me to head out. So I, at 4.40, I get on the Skyliner, back to Pop Century. I get back to my hotel I'm just kind of like rummaging through my luggage (laughs) in the middle of Pop Century because I'm like, I want to change my shirt. Like, I didn't bring my backpack with me to the park this morning because my shoulders were just like dead from carrying it all the time. So... I had to like shuffle some things around. Mirrors was super efficient on the way back. They actually got to the hotel earlier, like probably 10 minutes earlier than scheduled and picked us up. We stopped at a resort, another one for less than five minutes. And we were right to the airport. I zoned out the entire ride. And yeah, it was super efficient. Definitely worth it.
0: My only complaint about the going back with Mirrors is they drop you off so early at the airport and I have like, I have TSA pre-check and very rarely do I check a bag. So for me personally, I'm like, I don't want to be there three hours early,
1: you know, so. I totally agree with you because I also have pre-check. So by the time I got there, got through security, I probably had a good two and a half hours before my plane left. Yeah. i like two hours before we started boarding. Now
0: that said, if you don't have pre-check, that security line in Orlando
1: is nutty. Mm-hmm. It's it is always a, so crazy. It is a lawless place. <laughs> yeah, very glad I have pre-check. But honestly, I just zoned out for like 2 hours. I just looked at my phone for for forever. <laughs> so, yeah, my flight came my flight left at 9:15 from MCO got back to Minneapolis around 11:45. My boyfriend was very nice to pick me up from the airport. (laughs) And yeah, that was the end of my trip. Do you have stats on that last day, even though it wasn't a full day? Uh Uh-huh. I sure do. I had about eight hours in the parks. I did eight lightning lanes, 10 rides total. And on this day with lightning lanes, I waited on average like 40% of the posted wait time for those attractions. So this was the Least efficient day for Genie Plus. I wonder
0: actually. why do you think that is. Do you have any theories
1: with Mickey and Minnie's being down? That I or not down. They had a significant delay, so that was a big outlier that I think probably pushed it up. Same thing with Rock and Roller Coaster, and then there were some where like I didn't have any weight, like Spaceship Earth. So those sort of variables I just discounted because it was zero percent of the wait time. So. I think it had to do with, you know, yeah, those and kind of bigger outliers. It sounds
0: like the issues like where you waited longer were at Hollywood Studios where you had mentioned rides being down. So you're probably right. It is, you know, ride ride times going up because so many rides are down at the same time. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was kind of interesting when I was doing the math. Like this was the least efficient day, which if it was going to be on any day, it may as well be my last. I'm glad the first <laughs> day was the most efficient.
0: So would you do a solo trip again? Having done this now and been with your sister and family so many times, would you do just a solo trip?
1: So it all what it all boils down to is I'm very glad that I did it. Super thankful for the experience, but I don't think I would do it again. It's just, you know, doing it by myself, it's for me, it's always gonna be better. When someone else is there, you know, especially with my sister, like we're basically the same person. We have the same exact tendencies and we do it the same way. Like, I don't want to do it without her. Like, if there was any chance to do it with her, obviously, but really anybody else, I think would have been preferable to being alone.
0: Yeah. You, somebody, sometimes you want to just, sh- I find that when I'm alone too, like something. F- Fun or funny happens, or interesting, or I sometimes I just want a second opinion. You know, let's ride one down. Where should I go? I'm not sure. You know, I'd love to like bounce that off of somebody. Like, what do you think we should do? You know, it's yeah, it's having that other person. What about some? Of, what about some of like the positives of being low? Were there any
1: positives? Absolutely. So you know, I don't mean to like sound down on it at all. I think it's definitely a unique experience that you should try. If you, I think want it's a to. personality.
0: Type, you know like there's some people who are who are really well suited for solo
1: travel yes. so like the pros not sharing a single thing like you don't have to worry about when you get back like who's going to take a shower first <laughs> like who's going to use the sink first like that was really great getting on rides and stuff was really easy as a single rider you know like they're like party of one and I was like that's me and actually i think like getting lightning lanes light is easier when you're a single person because you know, there's just you slot in somewhere. So I don't know if that's like a huge thing having one or two people. But that's a plus. Like I mentioned, like super flexible, I could change things on a dime, like I didn't have to ask anybody what they thought I, you know, lots of freedom to do whatever I want, eat whatever I want, rest when I want. So really, really great flexibility. And you also just move quicker. Yes. when you're alone. Yeah, yeah. The pace of like not just like even how fast you physically go, it's like how quickly you get through stuff was really jarring to me, actually, because the last time we were there, we did the hack. And we I probably have similar results to when we were getting double lightning lanes with one other person and being there completely alone.
0: I always thought that like one of the reasons I started doing this, like you just reminded me of something, was so many people who do like planning tips, it's Disney adults who are doing it. And I, when I started doing this, had a baby and I was like, "Uh, your advice makes zero sense for the majority of people who are, you know, who are going because you're not, most people aren't going alone. You know, most people are going with other people. And a lot of those people are going with little kids. Um, I mean, I assume a majority, I don't don't know, but I would assume a majority of the people. And so it's very, very different (laughs) running around the park is by yourself versus with other people and especially with kids. It's night and
1: day. Absolutely. Like this would not, I mean, the way I do it is so different than someone who would do it with kids. So, and you know, I'm sure one day I'll experience that and my whole world will be turned upside down. You'll be like, what is this?
0: I You'll be like doing the crunching the numbers. You'll be like, what? (laughs) This is not an efficient way to Disney.
1: We're not taking a nap. This percentage needs to be. Yeah, come on, kids.
0: Come on, get with the program.
1: (laughs) So yeah, ultimately, I think the cons ended up being I was on my phone a lot, even more so than I usually am as like a genie plus freak. But like, I was trying to text my sister or FaceTime or talk to anybody or like fill the time. So I was on my phone a lot. And there were some points where I was like, what am I doing? Like, why am I staring at my screen when this place is around me that I dream of being at every day? That was one thing I definitely caught on. There was no one to check in with. As you said, like, you know, there's no one to be like, hey, maybe you need to eat something or should we fill up the water bottle? You
0: made a good point too about like somebody to help you put lotion on your back. I remember that happened to me recently where I was like, oh, like I wish I had another person here with me as I'm like Mm -hmm. desperately trying to put lotion on my back. It's the little things you don't think about.
1: No, I didn't think about them until it was I was in that situation and like also didn't have anybody to carry my backpack or to share that with. And then also not being able to do the hack was another con. So overall, very glad I did it. I'm really excited that I took this opportunity. I think it's a one and done thing for me. Okay.
0: All right. It's not, it's definitely not for everybody. There are some people who they are built for doing Disney alone. I, for me, it took, it was a learning curve because I knew I'd be going by myself more like when I started doing this. And so for me, like now what I do is whenever I like, I'm like, I want to talk to somebody. Uh, Like if I'm on a ride, I'll just sit down and be like, I'm Julie, we're friends now. (laughs) That's like my line. I just did like, I just, I tell them, I don't make it an, an option. I'm like, we're friends now. And sometimes they look at you like you're a crazy person. And you're like, okay, I guess we're not friends. And other times you start up a great conversation, but it's just like a silly icebreaker. It's like, well, I'm here alone. We're friends now. Single rider, we're friends.
1: I love that. I wish I would have tried that. It
0: works. I mean, well, I'd say I'd say 50% of the time. The other Half they look at you like you're nuts. They're like, "I don't know you. We are not friends." <laughs> so <laughs> um, OK, final question. When <laughs> are you and your sister going back? and what's what's the plan for that trip?
1: Yes, so we are going back um, for New Year's Eve, actually. So december 31st is our first day, and then we're going through January fourth. As I mentioned, we're bringing uh, she's bringing her fiance. I'm bringing my boyfriend. We're definitely in the midst of planning that in a way that also accommodates people who are not Disney freaks. We gave them a PowerPoint about everything <laughs> we were going to do, where we're going to stay, what the details were, you, what the plan is. You
0: put together a PowerPoint. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> And um, they're being very sweet about it. They're like, we know you're excited, like oh, we're gonna do it. Their our best. tune
0: may change when they're there on New Year's Eve. You okay, so you took a non are they both not non-Disney people or just your yes, partner? They're both non-Disney. Okay, people. so you took two non-Disney people and were like, hey, we're gonna bring you on what is literally the busiest day of the parks. Okay, well, if you still have a partner afterwards, I want to yeah. hear
1: <laughs> how all that went um yes absolutely I definitely um, want to hear his I'll take like, i am very interested to see how it's gonna go but we have you know me and katie have talked about it and we're like we have to be chill because <laughs> You're like keep it know, cool keep it cool yeah, guys be cool i still want to have a boyfriend after this right and she still wants to have a fiance uh, yeah i would love to talk about that when the time comes it'll definitely be a different sort of vibe than the last two trips oh
0: yeah i mean i love talking to you but. I- Also really want to talk to him, I think, after this. I'll see if I can get him on here. (laughs) Oh, this has been fun. Thanks for coming on again.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I I love being here. (laughs) Yay. Oh, this was so good.
0: Another thank you to Chrissy for being on the show again with us to share her solo trip and her tips for traveling solo. Thoughts on who should travel solo, who it works for, who it doesn't. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, there's a link in the show notes. You can go ahead and leave me a voicemail message. Otherwise, I'll see you guys in the parks.